Lancaster, PA, Marriott, right around midnight. We have one more show left on this little tour, this little run. I'm really looking forward to getting home and starting work on some songs, honestly. I have to say, I'm feeling the itch to, to be creative. I'm feeling the itch to, to do some studio work, some producing, just start getting in there and shamming and jamming, you know? This time I'm going to marry the loose and the tight. I don't want to give away too much. Anyway, I'm looking forward. I got some sound ideas. I've been writing little bits of lyrics here and there. I feel like when the cork is pulled out of my pie hole, I will be gushing lyrics and sound ideas. Josiah said he's got a lot of sound ideas as well. I'm looking forward to just fucking around. Just having fun. Okay, that's what we gotta get back to. Put that joy back into conjoined twins. My Lord God Almighty, today on the show is... This is a big one today for me. Bigger than Shaquille O'Neal. This is not someone who has recorded uh, a bunch of classic albums or has painted the, Lo- the Mona Lisa, the Lona Misa. Uh, this is someone that I believe has a hell of a lot of potential in those areas, but also in many other areas. Uh, this is someone that I love dearly, someone that's very close to me, and I thought... I would share a conversation with her with you all. And it's interesting to me. I hope that it's interesting to you guys. It gets real personal uh, at times. It gets a little awkward at times because there's a lot of tricky ins and outs here. A lot of sticky situations we've been through together. I'm glad I know her. She's taught me a hell of a lot about myself and my relationship to women. I've learned a lot from this lady. In, in all areas of life. You gotta keep the, the sponge dry uh, on the sink. You gotta always squeeze it out every time you use it. That kind of thing, how to, how to use your heart, how to really open up your heart. I think I'm still learning that. But this is a big one for me, I gotta say. Uh, we got together a few months ago in Austin, Texas, where she now lives. Now, I I apologize for the noise in the background. As always, I find myself always apologizing for that, but that's, again, the nature of what I'm doing here. Uh, You can hear there's just this rumble the whole time. We're parked in her car right beside our tour bus, which, you know, you hear the generator going, so that's constant noise. You, You should forget about that after a moment. And we're parked outside of a club, so you hear booty bass and whatnot. That adds to the ambiance. There's not really anything more I have to say about Anna other than this is my muse. This is the person that I wrote so many of my songs for and other ones I wrote thinking of her. Let's just roll it. Background music is quite loud, but that's all right. It's smooth, though. It's pretty smooth. Oh, man, I'm here with the lovely Miss Anna Stewart. In her old diesel Mercedes in the parking lot of Emos East in Austin, Texas. The fumes really go straight to your brain, don't they? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What should we talk about, Anna? I don't... Is this a, an interview? Nah, I mean, you know, yeah. It, it is an interview in a way, but... but I, I, or I a like, conversation. It's a conversation. I like to keep it informal. the conversations usually just turn to insults. Generally, when it's with me and you, it turns into insults. For you. For me. Yeah, one-sided. But, like, humorous. Why is that? Why? why how did that rapport start, and why And why is it? Because you, you like it. I, can we... Do I? You, you, like, you, you like to be taken down a, a notch or several pegs. I think there's... Yeah, some, well, something about me likes the, the groundedness that I get from you, because everyone else has started to have a reverence towards me. Oh, really? Since, I'm not, I didn't say everyone else. The, Every, everyone, the world has a reverence The, the world to you. in my in my small corner of the world the, tends to be a little too careful about me. You you're Because you're a brat. No. You're a royal diva. 
and you and you obviously you don't buy into that whatsoever, which is which is fine. And and I there's something about that that is grounding to me in a good way. It sometimes crosses a line and and ends up in a zone of of utter, no, utter defilement. I don't think so. Utter defilement. That's what I was would call it. No, I mean I don't have a problem with that though. Well, I don't think you're don't, you're the you're the bully. <laughs> I'm the bully. <laughs> The bully. The bully. The boule. Uh, in French. I, I, mean, I think it's all in good fun. If you, because if you tease someone, fun. that means you like them. You, you would say you like me? I wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't spend my energy teasing someone that I didn't like. You know, if it was someone I didn't like, they like texted me and I just put, I do the iPhone thing, so I swipe it and delete. Wow. Oh, yeah. This, this is the epitome of, I don't want to say epitome, the pinnacle, if we're going to go the other route, the apogee of, I don't know if you've seen that movie Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, that P.S., nice way to nice way to bring in uh, your, your apogee reference. That's how, it, well, I learned the term because of my band. You try to, you know. But it, oh, just, I, it was just a, just a little outfit I had in <laughs> 1997. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. I'm, I'm very nice. There, the duality that lies in flesh form as Anna Stewart contains a very, very nice and considerate side, coupled with. I'm very nice to women. Pure evil. Huh? I'm very nice to women. So I can, you know, I, I can appreciate that, and I understand why you would have a a desire to rib men for their how they, you know, some be hard. I, I don't th- suffer them, right? You don't suffer them, and it's probably hard to take men seriously many times, oh. all the time. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What song is it? Okay, no, maybe it's not. For a second, I thought it was Ghost Town DJ's "My Boo." Oh, I don't know that song. Come on. I don't think I know. I Oh, oh, sure. This is this is not the kind of. You know, this is a this is like hipster. Like the anthem of my high school years. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think about high school all the time. Was that your Was that your zenith? Your apogee? No, not. I mean, I'd like to think it's now. Even though now, I mean, I'm. Basically, I, I'm a, I babysit. That's my job. I'm a babysitter. How old are you? I, I'm 31 years old. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Your face when you just There's said, how old are you? That. You didn't have to ask. Uh, I just, as in like two days ago, got started getting into Magic the Gathering, which is now, um, I would say, the only thing I care about. But if you get that, good at that, if you if But you I focus. would still say, oh, this is the point, though. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. This is, this is, this is the point. I think I'm at this. The zenith of my life is now. Now or now? N- now. Right now. Yeah, like yeah, like now, like now in the large sense. In a larger now sense. In the, like, yeah, no, 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 and now in the in the small sense too. Like, I, I think life just keeps getting better and better. That's a good answer. And but I loved high school too. What I bring, do. What brings you back to thinking about high school? I feel really nostalgic about the music. I'm. I just got like really, really into Gin Blossoms. Like that's a great band. Fuck, I, I don't, I don't know their shit. The you know, I mean, again, hey, if you sing the hey shit, hey jealousy, me, we drive around this town and let the cops chase us around. Something might be found. Hey jealousy, Mm-mm. hey jealousy. I've been getting really into gin blossoms, like all the like R and B and hip hop and like. I've got five on it. These kind of songs. I feel like in Ohio that wasn't really as big for. That was a bit looted. That that song. <laughs> that song was big, but it, I, I, that was like big in my my era. When I say my era, I mean two years before you. No, but oh god, I can see that girl's ass. Where? Right, right behind us. Yes, because she's like. Well, look at the tall one. I know. What's up with that? She's wearing like a little sailor suit. Yeah, she looks like cute. stretched out Cabbage Patch Kid. Yeah, that's beautiful. Do you, I don't know. I don't know. I just say I'm really nostalgic for everything. I'm really nostalgic for my childhood. I'm just like really nostalgic. I don't all feel the like time you are, I don't feel like you always were like that though. No, it's new. It's something new. You, I feel like you you tended to have in the past. You've tended to have more of a present slash future 
geared mind as opposed to nostalgia and stuff. That I was mean, more my, future, my Have alley. I ever been geared to the future? Because I certainly have not materialized well, like that. Nothing's materialized exactly, <laughs> but I feel like there's been talk. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And I think in the 20s, like, you do talk about your future, and you're like, oh, I want to do this. Like, I want to I'm gonna make, like, a graphic novel based on, like, all my epic failures in life. You know, right. like... If all you else know, totally, fails, like, write a graphic novel ideas. about it. But I think, you know, when I look back, like, over the 20s, like, I did kind of do some stuff. Like what? What would you... If you were going to sum up your 20s... It's funny, because you think about, like, the things... Like, like things that you actually did. Like, I... Like, I went to India. That was big for you. That changed you a lot. I mean, I didn't intend for that to change me at all. I just, like, I had nowhere else to go. Like, I had hit rock bottom, and I had to do something. I wasn't really talking to you at that time. You weren't I there. Think. No. And this no. is when Tupac died. Uh, my yeah. cat, not the rapper. Not to, you know, not to downplay when Tupac the human died. But when Tupac, my cat, died, I mean, it just, like, was a really low point for me. And I really don't think I could have gotten any lower before going to India and I had no intention of like that being anything like any outcome happening but yeah it changed everything for me it kind of made me who I am today which is someone that I'll just like do something you know because I never traveled before and then just going there you traveled a lot after that as well yeah 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 yeah. I don't know and and like in that nostalgic vein I think about my 20s and I think about like just waitressing and then like Elizabeth, my friend Elizabeth broke her foot mm-hmm. and she and my friend Danielle and I would just all day, every day, we would just like go out and get bagels and go shopping and like read Us Weekly and eat candy in bed. And, and then and like, this, and this you considered to be a, a low? No, that, that was, sounds great was to great me. Because I think that now realistically, even though it hasn't happened yet, I'm probably going to have a career. Mm-hmm. As, <laughs> as, as, as a teacher, as uh, a, teacher. Be a, high, a high school teacher, you yeah. know, for special ed. Yeah. Uh, I have a career. I'm gonna have a family. Probably. Or maybe you're gonna be a rock singer. You know, I don't have that discipline. But I do, though. But you don't. This and I'm is good the at, thing. I'm good at. Bo- See, I'm good at bossing you in that. And I That's love only being bossed around. I know you do. I know you do. But it's weird because you you don't like being you like being belittled, but you don't like being bossed around. I don't like being belittled. I like I don't being think belittled I, and bossed around. I like I like joking around. I do like joking. You around. You like joking around, and I th- and I think. But I don't like you don't to be need to be precious. Right. You know what I mean? Like you're not you're not dead yet. I didn't know. I who, I didn't say I was dead. I guess like I was like holding Yoni up like 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 light as a feather, stiff as a board, or else he's you know you're gonna crack and die. No, I'm fine. Anna, you think like, other people treat me that way? No, I think you imply that sometimes. I don't know if that's actually true because we don't live in the same place. We yeah. just, I mean, you said it, the whole world treats you with reverence, which well, I, I that's scoff a, at. I didn't use that exact sense. And you know what I mean, my small uh, world. No, I mean your mom. Your mom, yes, Rachel Wolf. Yeah. Oh, stop it. Your mom treats you with reverence. Yeah, I, reverence. I mean, is I would a say reverence word. is a strong word. Right. It's like it kick gloves. <laughs> Everybody's like, you know. Well, that's what I just. That's what I mean. Like you're not yeah. a Fabergé egg. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm pretty sturdy these days. Like we were talking about earlier with our with our friend and his like re- you know lady problems and reindeer games. Like, yes. If you, if you don't like, you know, our interactions, you could, you know, you don't have to keep coming back. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Why do I keep coming back? We're family. We are family. We are family. You don't have to like your family. And I don't, yeah, and I, you know, I... I but you do like me, right? I, 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 I do. I do. I know you get mad at me, though. I can I get mad at you I know you do. Sometimes. I know you do. You can tell? Yeah, I can tell when you get mad at me. I'm a woman. You think you can tell you when I get mad at you before I know? I don't know. It's not anger. It's not anger. It's maybe frustration at the... Because I feel like there are certain interactions that we have can can be... Like, I like joking around. I like being belittled and jokes. But then I think there comes a point where at I, some points I feel like I she hate me. No, no. not, she, no, she, no, not no. she hate me. And then, but... And let's not get this wrong, like, not like anyone's listening to this podcast, and I'm also simultaneously wondering, is this really boring? But it is not, like, that is not, like, the dynamic we have all the time. No, like, we're, like, really good friends yeah. that, like, when we talk on the phone, like, no, like, we talk on right. the phone, it's like, I'll tell you everything in yeah. my life. Like, I'll tell you pretty much more than I would tell anyone else. And we talk very, very candidly. Yeah. I'm sure there's, like, stuff that, like, you don't talk about with me. 
I tell you everything pretty much. Mm. I mean. I mean, you know, pretty much. But I mean, like, I just don't want to be like, oh yeah, we have this like relationship where it's like, I'm just like always like cutting you down and no, it's not, you and like bullying you and like being like funny and stuff. Of course. That's just Anna like, is not really this, evil. She's, yeah. she's pretty much the sweetest person ever, actually. It's like a very small. Yeah. She, she likes she likes to joke around, and then there is a remnant of the history that we've had that I think can tend to not boil up, but it's still sometimes in the background. Am I wrong about that? Well, in what aspect? I mean, what part of our history? What I don't know. Just like just like even if it's not the the case at the moment, there's like a, a feeling that I have that like, and this is only on occasion where I feel like I'm some kind of like groveling idiot. And Aww. and you're just like in everything I do, you're just there's like an eye roll for every no, every mean. action. What are you talking about? That's like that's just that's. Not, I'm not saying that's always how it is. I'm saying that's something that. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's interesting doing a podcast, and I don't know like what you're gonna edit out or if this is like ever gonna be anything. But like, I felt like when you wanted to do a podcast with me, like you wanted to like ask me like just to ask me like personal questions about like why like we interact the way that we do i mean that was not my intention for this with these podcasts like it just turns into what it turns into no i know but you're yeah. like no because like when you said you want to do podcasts and i'm like yeah you're like i'm gonna ask you some really personal questions well I, I like to get i like to get in depth with people you know what i mean <laughs> like I, I like to get and the fact that that you and i have we we have a inquiring minds we have an interesting history we have an interesting it's history. really interesting i mean i think it's really interesting it's really interesting right it's really cool i mean it's like it's like one of my favorite like human things yeah you know like i mean it's like i mean it's largely driven by you and your artistic mind otherwise we would probably just be like really good fr really good old friends but because you you know starting from age what 17 for you yeah. Like, you started to create art, you know, based on this, like, interaction that we had, or based on this connection that we had, that you started to create art, you know, paintings at first. I can't believe you found, I can't believe that it's painting crazy. service. I have it in my house right now. That's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Again, like, it feels silly, like, talking about this on tape, like, anyone would be interested, but that you started out, like, painting, and when we were in high school went out for a couple months and I mean I don't know I don't know what like something clicked in your brain like something happened like I don't know I think this was not me let me at let, that time this was not I, I, I think it had something to do with like I was a kid that, that like I had such low self esteem and like I don't know I second guessed everything I did or you know and like we made out at a party one time at RJ's house mm-hmm and then, and then, like you wanted, you wanted to go out. You wanted whatever that means at that age. Did I ask that at the party? No, no. But like we made out at the party, and then I don't know. In, in my mind, I was like, okay, that's cool, whatever. And then we like talked on the phone a little bit. But it seemed I don't know. You you had this certain like self determination. This is my mm -hmm. recollection of it, and mm -hmm. it, it, it had this feeling that you were like, well, we're gonna date now. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I, I just liked it. I liked how you were, you were like, had this, like, I mean, you're 15 years old at this time. You know uh -huh. what I mean? Like, obviously, you, you didn't have yourself figured out, but, like... I mean, I don't remember it like that, but the, I think that that feeling is, like, akin to, like, why I moved to Austin to live with my sister. Like, you want to feel like you belong somewhere. Like, you want to feel like you have a family. Like, like, that's why I love my neighbors so much. It's like like my neighbors just live there and they'll just like come over and that's your family so if someone like comes in and you like feel out of place in high school and you feel alone and like and then someone comes in and is like hey you're my family but not that you, you i'm not saying that you, you had this like you know it wasn't like that it wasn't like we're gonna be super super close it was just like you know i like you you know like yeah. i i i'm a i'm a really cute girl and i like you and we're gonna go out whatever that means you know that does sound nice. I wish someone did that to me. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's, like, what I've always wanted, I think, in life. It's just, like, like with women, I'm, like, on the level or whatever. But with men, I'm really aggressive. Like, either I'm just, like, not, you know, I don't like them and I'm not interested. Or I'm, like, oh, I, I would like that man, so I'm going to take that man. But I think 
you know, in that really rom-com kind of cliche way, like, of course, like, all you want is, like, for someone to be like, hey, like, I like you, you're mine. But you don't like dudes after they do that. Yeah, but I think, I, I think in theory, I, theory I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I got a lot of personal problems. But I could see that. I mean, that's, like, a very, like, simple... That's, that's a very simple thing yeah. because that's, that's like interesting I don't know because I see myself as like a very like back then as like a very simple girl or <laughs> I feel like you seem more layered though you know like I don't know what it was about you but you seemed more layered even at the time than, than all the other little girls that you ran around with the more I got to know you the more I felt that way that there were more and more layers and, and I liked that that's nice it's not like I was in love with you at 15. You know what I'm no. saying? Like, But there was like a slow-growing thing that I felt. I mean, not to like... But like something like Humbert Humbert happened. Perhaps. You've been reading my tweets. <laughs> no, I haven't. Okay. Oh, well, I should be. I, I, I hashtagged Humbert Humbert recently. I just assumed that you saw that yeah, I, fo- I mean, I follow your Twitter account. Yeah. I don't read all of them because honestly, okay, they're mostly just self-promotion. But if you see something and, it's, and it looks like I actually wrote it, I'm a good, twi- I'm, I'm pretty good at Twitter. You're right. But, I don't know. I mean, you know you know what I mean though? Like, well, okay, like, but I'm two years like, older than you. It's not like... No, no, I don't mean like that. Yeah. No, I don't mean like that. I mean like, like in that book, what happened to him is he had arrested development. Right, right. And he I, I, had it at an appropriate age. Right. I don't, I don't know. I mean, not to say, I'm not, you're not, you're not like chasing around 15 year old girls. No, I'm or, not. I'm not. Not anymore. I'm not. I'm not anymore. What do you mean, not anymore? When you was, know what I mean. When was I doing that? A couple years ago. I was not chasing around 15 year old girls. Like, I mean, ni- I mean 19, 20. Yeah. yeah. It's happened. I mean, I can't even, I can't even, I got, just like, sit, I try to imagine that date. You and like a 19 year old girl when you're 30. I don't know. I mean, which one are you talking about? I can't even imagine. Most likely what happened Go is eat some, like, ripe bananas somewhere. Probably made out somewhere. Oh, God. I don't know. That's my guess. But I... I That's not a date. Sure. Yeah. Tell me what it was like graduating from high school last, uh, last year. Oh. Yeah. I'm just kidding. You didn't ask about her. Anna, don't be mean. I'm sorry. I'm just joking. <clears throat> You're not, but... It's fine. It is hard to imagine, though. But look, apart from that, that's not important. No, because none not, of that's important. Not. And I've, you know, I have had my, my share of pool boys. So. Oh, yeah. I'm the worst. You're oh, the yeah. Worst. If, no, the, if, I'm coming ac- if I'm coming across high and mating, no, I am the worst. Actually, not worse yeah, than you. Not no. worse than me. But look, but this, I've, I've had, I've had a, a, a very straight and narrow several years. I just kind of feel like the bottom line, and like one of like the most special things, I really think that like the arc of our friendship is is pretty remarkable. Like that one summer that you wrote alopecia when you were in Europe and you wrote me like a letter every single day. Yeah. Like that's like, those letters are like the most amazing thing. Just that like you wrote them. No, I mean the content is great, but it's not about the content. It's just that like, I was looking for connection, you know, like, yeah, I just, and and it's there because the thing is, is like love is just giving it out, you know? And I felt that, like, when I read him, and when I, I picked him up and read him, like, a little while later, and we weren't talking at the time, I wrote to you at that time, and, like, we started talking again, but that's just what I felt, like, it's pure, you know, like, when you don't have an expectation of return, and that's, that's just how I feel, like, about you, like, if you don't talk to me, or if you decide to not be friends with me, which, you know, in some ways would be fair, I will still love you. Like, when you really love someone, you don't need that to be returned. And I feel like at this point, that's what we have. At least that's how I f- feel, like, about you. And Oh, yeah. You, I mean, you're, you're deeply embedded in my being. It's just... And it's nice to have someone that you so firmly feel like is your family, and they're not your family. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like your whole family is my family, yeah. you know? Like, I feel like Becky is my sister. And that's really cool. And we like, all, that's and that we feeling, all feel that way, And that's yeah. what I mean. Like, that comes back to that feeling of, like... Just wanting to belong. What is like that, wanting though? To have what a is that? You, where you belong. Is, I mean, I have that majorly. You know, I just have this sense of just like you know this constant sense of, of isolation or solitude or something. Even though I'm not, you know, what I mean, like I have tons of friends and tons of family and tons of like loved ones. But there's there's this background noise of like solitude or something. Do you have that too, or or not so much? I mean, you know, I have. Oh, I am a lone wolf. Yeah. We're both, we're similar in a lot of ways. 
but I don't want to be. And I think as I get older, like, like I want to live near my parents. I want to live with my parents. I want to live in their house. Like I would have never, ever wanted that before. It's really easy to be alone, I think. And yeah. Other people aren't like that. No, I, I, I feel that. And, and, but like, but I long, I yearn for a connection. Mm-hmm. That's why I write. Yes, a lot of it's been focused on you as an individual that I've been drawn towards. You've played the role of muse for me, for lack, lack mm-hmm. of a better whatever. Um, it seems appropriate. Yeah, and the person that I've just focused my attention and sights on. And perhaps because, you know, I've been rejected time and time again. Or, you know, in some one way, shape, or form. If you've been rejected, you've also been, like, accepted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and vice versa for me, too. Yeah, You yeah, know, like... Yeah. You're in a totally different place from me, and I only have a very limited experience trying to write, and I'm very, very impatient. But but you've got a talent for it's, it. <laughs> you do. You have a real knack for it. Thanks. That's. But when you think about what you feel compelled to write about, it doesn't. You know, like when I think about it in, on, on one level, I'm like, oh, like all the, you know. Over the years, like, Yoni's written all these songs about me. That seems like, oh, that's crazy. But in another way, like, when I think about it and you, like, sit down and, like, write songs or whatever, like, it's really hard to focus, like, your human energy and thoughts and, like, feelings into, like, a song. Like, and, and it's, it's it feels like the most natural first instinct is to focus them on another person. I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It just... Well... It doesn't seem that outrageous when you actually, like... Like, it doesn't seem that extreme. You know what I mean? Like, like as as it is. It seems kind of, like, more natural. You're like, oh, I can just, like... I can, I can focus on this one thing and then express all these different human emotions through that. Yeah, and I suppose that would be the, the function of Muse or whatever. But that's not really what it is for me. I mean, for me, for writing for me, I write about you know, what happens to be burrowing deeply in my yeah. soul at the time. Well, and that's why you're a really good writer, and it's much more pure than it's, me trying I write, to, like, I only write when I... out to make a song. I've never done... You know, like, I've, tr- I've tried to do that. It doesn't work. Yeah. Like, for me, I, I write about what, yeah. what, I've, what I feel like I could fucking die about at that moment. Yeah. A lot of time, A lot of them have been you, about you, for some reason. You know, and... Yeah, and you... It's that's interesting because my instinct is to always like rationalize these things and kind of like a it's, like, it's a gut thing. Therapist. It's not yeah. yeah. Like I'm like I could be like oh well this is but that's the thing like you've always been a mystery you know like I can't it's like a I can't really it's like it's like a cave like I find caves to be very frightening even the thought of caves. Is really frightening. You're saying my psyche is like a cave? I'm saying you're like a cave. I'm like a cave. (laughs) I can step up to it and understand what it is and be familiar with it and like, but then I'm afraid to go inside. What makes you afraid to go inside? I just don't like because, like, I'm afraid that you're something that I can't understand. And like, one time you said to me, you're like, I know. It's my destiny to be with you. That's great. I, I, mean, I have felt that way at one time. Or at another. one time, this was a long time ago. Okay. I, I, yeah. This is a, this is just an example. Yeah. And I maybe it's, you can edit this or whatever. This is just an example. I was like, I think you're wrong, but there was always something inside me where, that I always thought I'm like, like what do you know? Like what are you? You know, in, in one way, I think you see me. Or you you said you saw me, you know, at 15 as, like, someone who seemed sure. Or someone could, you know... And I think in another way, I do... In another way, I do see that you see me as, like, confident. Despite, you know... I, mean, <laughs> I see that smile, you're like, you know... Yeah, no, like, I don't, I, I don't, I I don't have, like, the strong building blocks to be confident no, about. But for some hey, strange it, reason, I'm it. still, like, really confident. No, no self-deprecation but here. I, I think... <laughs> No, and I, and I really feel like I, I'm, like, a happy person. I have a great life, yeah. and I, I am confident. On the other hand, like, you, you're, you know, like, you're, like, the dark horse. Like, you have this, like, hidden hand. Like, if you don't, it just seems like it. And it's, it's a cave. 
I don't know what I have. I mean, I don't, you know. I, but you might, like, it might be nothing. It's just, like, my perception yeah. of you, which is so weird because we know each other so well and you know each other so long. It's like we should, like. But I still, but like I said, I told this to you in California. It's like, I still feel like in many ways I've never shown myself to you. And that must be what you're feeling, like, what you're saying. Like, there are parts of me or layers of me that I'm afraid to show. Like, maybe even things that I've shown other people that I'm scared to show you because of the, 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 the stakes are high or so you know I don't know I don't know I, well I don't I mean I don't I don't know but I do feel like you have a purity which I envy you know like I am pretty wild like I think I have a natural like wildness and like care freeity but at the same time, like, I'm very polite. I have to, like, watch. I, I watch myself, you know. If I get too wild, I, like, regret it and feel guilty, you know. And and I feel like you don't need to do that, you know. <laughs> like, I'm, I mean, I get to be wild on stage. You just night. get, but you just, like, you get to be whatever. It, it seems like there's just, like, that you don't need to hold back what you do or what you say or, like, or who you are. You know, and I do. I that's like my dual nature is that I am very wild and free, but then very, very guarded. Yeah, you do have a guardedness. <clears throat> yeah, I'm like a you know, I'm like an iron fortress. I, you know, I, I struggle with that too. But it's like I don't know. I just want to be what you said you might see in me. I I feel like I want to strive for. You know, it's just that feeling of total, not like of self control or. You know, I, I like politeness and stuff like that, but, you know, just to try to be open and honest and, mm-hmm. you know, without... Present. Barriers present, you know. Yeah. Listeners are going to fucking love this. This really is... Interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what? Stuff. I think there is some interesting stuff, and I think I think human relationships and, hum, you know, and like human... Inter- no one cares. That's like, this is like telling someone your dream. But I not, mean, no one, you know, no one wants to hear about me. Sure they I'm do. I'm just a peasant. Sure they, no, no. You know, they use the word peasant now, like like white girls in, in school. Have you heard about that? No. What does that mean? Peasant. Am I, am I a minority? Becky heard this, like, in school. Like, like it means, you know, we're all, we're all aristocracy. Like, like a low white peasant? No, I mean, they'll say it about any person of color or white or whatever. You don't have to just be white. No, no, but I'm saying it's like a it's like a white girl slang, I think. Oh, like white girls say it? Like valley girls say it, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well-off white girls. That's pretty badass. Oh, she's a, she's a fucking peasant, you know? She's, yeah. She can't hang with us. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to start using that. So I, I, what I was going to bring up is the idea of, you know, Anna Stewart, the artist, Anna Stewart, the ah oh, yes, the Anna writer, Stewart, the artist, the artist, the singer, you know, the chanteuse, the chant. What does that mean? I don't know. It's a drink, isn't that a drink? Isn't that a French drink? <laughs> it's like, is this a singer? DJ. It's like it's like a it's like a like a lounge singer. That's a hell of a lot of crack. I know. I'm gonna snort all that up. Yeah. But coming over to your house last night, uh-huh. and it's like looking at your walls and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I haven't always put you in this category of like artist quote unquote you know what yeah. I mean like I mean, obviously you're an artist you do art but Just like because I don't I don't work that hard you don't do that much work yeah but yeah. like looking around there I'm like you know this is really someone that like has a, a very distinct visual sense I no I truly believe that who I am you know, if you had to define like yes I'm I'm an artist absolutely I just don't especially work like that hard but like but why though. I don't know. Like, when I when I think about you, like, after thinking about that, I'm, like, thinking about your dad and thinking about, like, how you grew up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, everything. I and mean, like, everything points towards. I know, and it's kind of, like, it's kind of something I wrestle with. And, like, when I, you know, when I decided to buckle down, <laughs> buckle down loosely and, like, start this, uh, the career, I'm like, well, it makes sense for me because at, at the root, what I want to do is help people to feel good about themselves, especially like people that don't really have it that easy, you know, like that don't mm-hmm. get to just feel good about themselves all the time. And, and I think, I think I'm really good at like making people feel good about themselves when you decide to. Yeah. <laughs> but it's for like for kids and for, you know, for clients and people like that's, that's easier for me. 
I, or I just want to. I want. I love them. Mm-hmm. You know, like it comes. It's free flowing. It's not like a decision. In that, you know, when I used to work at Creative Growth, like that's like, it's not a decision. Like I come to work, I'm like, I want to help you feel good about yourselves. Like it's like, that love is just so forceful. I can't not do it. You know, underneath the 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 adamantium exterior <laughs> is just one of the most softest, beautiful hearts. Oh. In the world. Oh. Really. Seriously. Thanks, Ellen. You know, and so I, I'm going through this thing, become a teacher, and at the same time, you know, when you finish our EP, you finish producing it, you know, and I'm like, God, that's fun, you know? Wow, I just sounded really old. But that that is like... Gosh! That's fun. That was really fun. Making a record. We got I to really make a record. I really had a great time. And I did. Yeah. You know? And and it's like... I, you know when, when I... And when I was like acting and stuff. And it's like... I love it so much. Or making my own videos. Like, yeah. I love it so much. I mean, that's what I'm happiest. Like, working with you. Making my own videos. Acting. Drawing. drawing. Yeah, that's when I'm the happiest. I love it. It's like I'm crazy for it. That's what it's you're tempered towards. Yes, I, think. I feel like. Yeah, it's that's like that is what I'm made to do. That yeah. is what I'm made to do. Yeah. I think I just freaked out. I moved to this new place, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm 31 years old. I have no income, no assets. I, I want to have a family. Your assets are your personality and your good looks. No. <laughs> It'll get you pretty far. Okay. Till it till the beauty fades and you become a curmudgeon completely. I don't think about looks. That all fades. And I'm, you know, I'm already, I'm on my way out. You are more beautiful than ever. (laughs) I'll edit that out if you want. Why would I want that edited out? That's, that's, you know, for, that's something I think about. Like, why, and then I just, because I really had to think about it. Like, when I was choosing a career at 31, and I was like, you know what? I haven't done it. I've done some things. I've done some really cool things Mm -hmm. for me that I've loved. But I have not made being an artist a career. Mm-hmm. And I know tons of... I mean, I have so many friends that are artists mm-hmm. who have. It's about... I mean, it's about just making tons of work. and Totally. That's how you find yourself within your art. And, you you know... Yeah, and when, I... When I think about you, and especially, like like I said, last night, it really clicked in my mind. That's really who she is. Like, it, it, it did make sense to me like that. The sick thing is, is I know that... And I sat down with myself and I said, at 31, I didn't do it. It sounds dumb because I still can. And I know that. Life's not over. No, life's not over. And, like, I can teach. I just need some money. Of course. You know? Like, I can't You you can have a job and you can can do other stuff. But honestly, like, I don't know. Like, you, you do. It's like a balancing act. And I think this is something. I don't know if this is, like, helpful or, like, interesting to people. But, like. Your 20s will pass you by like that. Yeah. Especially if, you know, people living that, that kind of, like, party, hangout kind of lifestyle, you know, without, yeah. without having a focus exactly, totally. I feel like. And I'm not saying that's That is what were. I did. That is exactly how I was. I wasn't going to say that. You know, it's not good or bad. That is yeah. how I was. Yeah. And, so I think if that's the I case... And I am who I know. am because of that. You know, like, I don't regret it, but... You really have to work really, really hard. And I am not that into that. Why? Does you think it has to do with your... Was your dad too... Uh, did he uh, spoil you too much? or what? I mean, I don't know. I don't think I was forced to work really hard. Yeah. And the thing is, is, like, I get so much out of working hard. And I think, like, if I had stayed at Creative Growth... I would have continued to, like, make videos and work really hard. Mm-hmm. So I need the framework. When I work with you, I can work hard. I mean, you know, like, you in the have brief time with... that we work together, yeah. I'm, like, if I'm working, I am working. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely. I don't want to take a break. You have trouble forcing yourself to go without without a coach or without a deadline. Yeah. And I think that's, like, important to know about yourself. And for me, like, being such a lone wolf, like, it's a bad combination because... I can't work on my own, and it's in my natural state to be alone. I have a deep-seated guilt within myself concerning inactivity. Yeah. And even if I spend a a day, you know, watching Netflix as I want to do, 
it's not a relaxing day. There's like this this constant sense of like dread of like I I'm not doing what I should be doing. Yeah, well, that's I natural. don't know where that comes from. I have that all the time. You have that all that's the time natural. too. That's okay. normal. Okay, but yep. that's that's one of the things that makes me get shit done. I want to strive to to be great. You know, as great as I can be. I don't want my life to pass by without doing what I want to do within it. You know what I'm saying? And and that's one of the things that has been for me. There's also like the burning prod of inspiration that you know, like. When that hits me, I feel an urgency about it and about mm-hmm. creating something, mm-hmm. about saying something, because I want to connect. I get those bursts of inspiration really strongly, but I only get them when I'm in collaborative dynamic situations. Mm-hmm. I don't get them by myself, really. I, I guess I'm like more comfortable with being depressed or something. Like, I've dealt with that a lot, too, that same state and, you know being depressed and, and eating ice cream and, and you know I don't want to want to be that way you know yeah, I'm like don't be that way either. ultimately it feels good to like instead of doing that you know go to the gym and then mm-hmm. you know and then draw or something you know yeah. whatever um and obviously you know no one's like a superhuman you you know you you have downtime and you have to zone out sometimes I mean I think part of me putting myself on this track for like career was just realizing like I can't do a job that requires me to be my own motivator and I would like I mean like I would like to continue uh our project like I'd like to make it a record you know Mm -hmm. I mean I don't know if I can tour because of the cats and stuff but like I find you to be a a complete and utter pleasure to work with very easy to work with because you don't talk back hardly at all no I get bossed around very well yeah yeah, I think we have a great working relationship. I really like the result. Yeah, me too. I'd like to do more, but this form of art for me is the most difficult. Writing? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say this stuff. I'm not going to say acting, drawing, filmmaking is easy, but there's some, it's easier for me. Well, because, This is the hardest. Because writing is Writing is, is starting from scratch. There's this mm-hmm. there's this sense of you're 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 supposed yeah. to pull something profound out of the air from your life from your life or from whatever it doesn't have to be from your life from whatever it is you have to somehow see the world and and pick out what is profound mm-hmm. you know somehow get that across on paper or you know in, mm-hmm. in, in song or whatever it is and so often, like, sometimes you think you have something, and then you're like, oh, God, that's so cheesy. That's another thing of what being a good artist is, I think, is, is having that sense of discernment when something's good or when something's bad. Mm-hmm. Knowing knowing when it's on the right path or when it's not on the right path. Mm-hmm. And then choosing, you know, road A or road B, you know, mm-hmm. when you, we get to that crossroads. But, yeah, that writing is very difficult. And I, why I enjoy Divorcee is because I don't have to do that. Yeah. You know, and for me... Well, you get the fun part. You get to you get to help edit. I find editing to be really fun. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's not yours. Right. But you're like making it better, you know, right. and you're and really I, good at that. Another thing that, that I like is just the music part is really fun for me. Like, and it's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it exercises the craft, the music making craft within me as opposed to like, like I said, you know, th- my bleeding soul mm-hmm. laid bare mm-hmm. for the people. Mm-hmm. You do that, and then I can just write a song around it. Yeah, and it's something that like I would like to get better at, and I think I could get better at, and it would be a tremendous challenge for me to get better at. Mm-hmm. But also, it's so fun to like write this thing, and then like you turn it into this like magical song, and then I get to sing it. Yeah, it's like a real it's tr- fun. It's a real treat. It's a real treat. It's just a lot of fun. <laughs> But it really took, I mean, we started this project. It took some time. But in that, like seven years ago. That's not a product of how long the work took, but no. just that's a product of our relationship bumps up yeah. and down. Yeah. We didn't talk to each other for a couple years there. Yeah. So for the amount of time, it's short and sweet. Look at these fuckers. What the? Fucking Mario and Luigi. They're rolling on Molly. That's, that's what everyone's doing. And now everyone just calls it Molly. Right. It's just It's just ecstasy, right? And it's just like in a normal sentence. They're just like, yeah, yeah, there's like... Are they on Molly? You think they're on Molly right now? See, like that, exactly. 
Doug probably is on Molly That's right like now. That's like saying YOLO all the time. <laughs> I just don't... When did this happen? I don't know. It, it became... It, it infiltrated the black community as Thiz, like... Five, maybe I five, six years up, I ago. I just had to look up Molly on Urban Dictionary like three weeks ago. Then it turned into the. That's like you know, because rave is back, you know, and all this dance music shit is all back. I don't know. But that being said, I would, I would like to. You do fuck some, up some Molly right uh, now. I would love to do some drugs, like Molly. You say that, but I don't know that you really. I think you like. I know. I mean, not now. It's too late. You start too late start in the morning. Start in the morning. Start in the morning. Have, have your day morning. ahead of you. I yeah. I need a good night's sleep tonight. But tomorrow morning. Tomorrow, starting tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon, afternoon. I would love to do some Molly. Do some Molly. Or any drugs. Do, what, Not what, any drugs. What, what would you do? What would what would you do? What kind of drugs would I do? Uh, what after you do your Molly and you walk around the graveyard or whatever you do? Oh God! Just like picking out baby names. You do baby names. Walking around the graveyard picking out baby names. At off of the gravestones. Yeah. Will you divulge? Some ones like, you like? Oh, like Ebenezer. Or like, I, no, I don't know. Ooh. No, they're all... I don't... You know, you just look at them, you're like, oh, Emery. Okay, I mm-hmm, could do, I could mm-hmm. do Emery for a boy or a girl. Mm-hmm. It's like some psychopath up here <laughs> on the cemetery. Uh, I don't know. What would I do? Or I would probably just, like, go home and, like, read Bridget Jones's diary you'd, on you'd, Molly. You'd probably pull some fucking Lenny shit on your cats because, you know... How dare you? I'm just saying... How dare you? I'm just saying, like, you know, you'd feel the need to, like, you know, to have some touch interaction probably. Get out of your mind. This is what I know. I've never done ecstasy, personally, but this is what I know about it. Well, they would, like, squeeze my cats to death. That's what I'm implying. I hope. I would hope you didn't, but, you know... You're I'm, not just, like, completely out of your mind. From what I can tell... My, me and my cats were all in, under control. All right. Now, would you have your cats rolling with you? That's the question. Oh, Yoni, that's abuse. To me, it, it's abuse to like not allow them to indulge in something that they might enjoy. I don't think they would. And you can you can always sew a leg back on if it if, it, <laughs> if necessary. Look at these. Look at these fruits. fruits. It's a bunch of fruits walking. By. I mean that. God, that's your brother. That's my brother. Where'd you find him? Yeah. Um. Well, anything else we want to talk about? I mean, we've been going for an hour now. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was like very close to a Barbara Walters type moment there for a moment. You're, you're good. You're good. I was like, you almost, think I'm good? You yeah. were getting into tears almost. I was like almost close to tears about like my failures in life. Oh, see, but that's real, you know. Like thinking about like the, you know, these turning points were like, you know, though. Just to say this, thirty-one is still young because I yeah. look back at like when I was nine and I'm like god you could have done anything and then I look back when I was like 12 I think the same thing I look back when I was 20 22 and I'm like god you had the whole world in front of you you could have done anything there's no reason right why that doesn't apply to 31 and like right this second today's the first day of the rest of your life as they (laughs) say no I just mean like the older you get you know you get 10 years older you get 10 years older you look back 10 years ago you're like it's so easy to feel like things have passed you by and I don't know like you're old (laughs) which is ridiculous because I know I'm not old alright this this has been Anna Stewart Ms. Divorcee Sting. Sting, her new nickname. It's not new. Nickname from birth. It's not from birth. We have been podcasting from inside of her old Mercedes in a parking lot outside of Emo's East in Austin, Texas. Good luck. Good night. See you later. did that. So many feelings come up when I listen to that. I realized it a few weeks ago, but my Uncle Harry did this. He had a show on the radio where he talked, um, just told stories and stuff like that. Um, I didn't even think about the familial connection there to this medium. Speaking of my Uncle Harry, I have a memory. Uh, <laughs> we, we were at my brother's first wedding, and he comes up to me like during the reception at some point and he goes, you will never do better than that regarding Anna that stuck with me somehow, right? Whatever, ne- whatever you want to name. Look, Nebuchadnezzar, 
uh, Elisha, whatever, whatever your, your graveyard name, that's fine. listening to the it's always my pleasure to bring a new episode to you the people curious what you guys think about this episode it's an intense one hit me up twitter twitter's a great place that's a great place it's just my name yoni wolf uh there will be more episodes with people that i just find interesting even though they're not famous we have an interesting rapport or they have interesting ideas or theories We have some coming up like that, so I hope you guys dig that too. All right, y'all. Farewell. Keep wandering. Oh, thanks, buddy. (laughs) Or something like that.